welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. You know, there are so many strategies for successful relationship that we've talked about here on the show. But today we're going to cover something that's just as important as anything that you're doing to promote the health of your relationship. It's equal, but opposite to anything you might be doing. And it came up recently in a conversation that I was having with a friend of mine who also happens to be a listener. So stay tuned to find out more. Before we dive in, I do want to let you know that if you are listening to this episode before midnight on Sunday, November 24th, uh, 2019, then you can sign up for the beta version of my Secrets of Relationship Communication course. Um, I've reopened the doors briefly. It's less than $100, and it's a chance for you to take a course that is specifically designed for you and you alone. So if you have a partner and they take the course, then great. But if you're single or if you're in a relationship but your partner doesn't want to take the course, that is totally fine. Because I designed this course to get at all the ways that you can impact the kind of communication that you have. Your ability to be understood, your ability to get your point across, your ability to create change in your relationship so often depends on the way that you communicate. And this course gives you more than three hours of material broken up into bite-sized chunks that will totally transform the way that you communicate. And I've already been having great feedback from people in the beta course. I released it at the end of August and, um, and I just re-released it, um, for a moment to get a little bit more feedback before I create the final version of the course, which will be awesome too. It'll just be a little bit more money. So if you are happen to be listening and want to get in on it, then visit neilsatin.com slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. And that will take you to the page where you can read the little bullet points about what the course has and, uh, and dive in with us. Um, if you're not interested in taking that leap, you can always get my free three top relationship communication tips guide, uh, which is my top three ways to improve communication in a relationship. And that is free. You can visit neilsatin.com slash relate and get the free guide or visit neilsatin.com slash course and sign up for the beta version of the secrets of relationship communication course. And, uh, and if you do get the free guide, then you'll be getting a heads up when uh, that course or other courses are created, just so you know. Also, um, I just want to remind you that this podcast exists often through the support of people like you who are finding the show to be helpful and in turn are able to make whatever kind of contribution feels right for you. Um, this week, I want to thank Malik, Angie, Cynthia, Barrett, Maribeth, Kent, and Sarah. Thank you all so much for your donations and your support of Relationship Alive and our mission. And if you want to make a contribution, everything, every little bit counts. Just visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And you can choose whatever feels right to you. 
And finally, just a reminder that we have a free place where people are gathered to talk about relationship stuff and to create safety and support for each other. Um, and it's mostly people who listen to the show. So hopefully you can find some like-minded folks there um, or people who aren't like-minded, but who get what it's like to be in the process of having a, a conscious, thriving relationship. Just visit the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. And I think that's it. So let's get on with the show. Okay. So the hint about what this special thing is that is the equal but opposite thing and just as important as anything you're doing in your relationship. The hint was, of course, in the title of this episode. Sometimes you just have to stop. And when I talk about stopping... I mean it in several different ways, and we're going to talk about uh, those ways here today. Sometimes you just have to stop. When I think about this, it, I'm reminded of the work that I used to do with people and their dogs. And I'm going to explain it to you because I think you'll see how it is relevant. It'll make a lot of sense to you. So I worked with people and their dogs in this very unique form of dog training called natural dog training. I, I learned it from the guy who created it, who lives in Vermont. And um, it's a really powerful way of working with dogs that's all centered around a dog's emotional interaction with the universe. And uh, it's if you just think about that for a moment, it's probably obvious why I might have been led from that to talking about people and how we uh, interact with each other emotionally. But I started uh, with dogs. Well, it's not entirely true to say that I started there. I, I was very interested in and learning about human emotions and interactions long before that. But my work with people and their dogs was the first time that I really had a different lens into what creates the emotional dynamics between two beings at a very visceral uh, level, almost at the level of physics, the energy of emotion. So prior to that, I was often worried about the content of emotion or the, um, the methodology or uh, who was feeling what. And, and all of those things are really important. But there's this raw level where it all comes down to how you are being impacted by your environment and how you are impacting your environment and what that does, how that creates either states of flow and connection or um, states of tension, stress and overload or overwhelm. And this is visible all the time in our dogs. Um, it's actually really amazing. Once you tune in to this dynamic, you see it everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's funny, I'll, I'll work with people and their dogs still sometimes. And, um, and you can look at a particular behavior. And when you see it through this lens, you'll see it in a totally different way. And so generally, once that clicks for people, they get really super excited, and they want to do it all the time. They want to help work with their dogs and engage them in this in this emotional way that's all about uh, teaching your dog to be super attracted to you, interested in you, um, so that you're really the most interesting thing in their universe. And when you can do that, you can harness all the natural mechanisms that are within a dog that leads a dog to be social and engaged and to listen to you, especially in moments of high stress. 
Um, because those are, of course, the moments when you want to be able to, say, call your dog to come to your side when something really energizing or, or stressful is happening. Um, so that's why it's really important to know how to tap into your dog in those moments and to be to have an open channel, especially when things get stressful between you and your dog. Okay, so I'm I'm diverging a little bit. Maybe one of these days I'll have an episode that's just about dog training, so I can tell you about that. And uh, I do have a, a site that's all about it. It's naturaldogblog.com. You can always check that out. There's tons and tons of free information uh, on that site, naturaldogblog.com. Anyhow, that's that's a, a in some ways a relic from the past, although the stuff is every bit as useful that, uh, now as it was then. Um, but the important piece is that people would get really excited and they would just start doing and doing and doing these new techniques with their dog and they would see initial improvement in their dogs, but then very quickly often reach a plateau and their dogs might seem to be getting better, but then they would actually either start to get worse or start to be super distractible or, um, or even just exhausted and they were wondering what the heck was going on because these techniques would be amazing at first and then suddenly seem like they would stop working. And so when I inquired further or I would work with them and watch what they were doing, what I would notice is that they were doing, doing, doing. They were always doing with their dogs. And if you can imagine like, uh, I don't know if you're, if you're kind of graphically inclined and mathematically inclined, if you can imagine an X and a Y axis, so the X axis goes across, the Y axis goes up and down, and can you imagine a sine wave, so a wave that goes up above the X axis and then comes all the way down and goes down below the X axis and is traveling in one direction and then goes up, up above, so it's a nice smooth curve that goes up above and down below and feels really good. That's like a state of flow. But if you are only doing, doing, doing all the time, then it's like, say, just having a curve that only exists above the x-axis. So it goes up and it comes down and slams right into the x-axis. And then it goes up again and slams down. And maybe it actually never even really full, fully comes down. It just sort of starts hovering and becomes maybe more like a jagged edge that's hanging out in a particular zone. But there are a couple important components from that that are missing. One is the ability to actually relax, to experience relaxation. You have to be relaxed in order to be in a state of flow, in a state of connection. You have to be relaxed. If you get really, really tense, then that is going to lead to an overwhelm state or an overload state. And in fact, if you think about, say, an orgasm, that's often the process of building, building, building tension until you hit an overload and you climax and you have an orgasm. And there are actually other kinds of orgasms you can have that are not climax-oriented orgasms that are all about being in the state of flow, the back and forth, being in the full wave. So now I'm talking about sex. But the overall point is that that flow can't happen unless you experience the relaxation as well. So with dog 
clients, I would often get them to stop doing anything, to um, to work with their dog, sure, for five or ten minutes, but then to take a break. And in that break, to massage their dog and to help get their muscles really supple and relaxed. And you almost want your dog to just be kind of a puddle. Um, at your feet or next to you so that they're fully, fully relaxed and allowing for the energetic integration of all that stuff that they were doing. Because work happens when you're relaxed. It's just like how learning happens when you're asleep. You can wake up and and have integrated something like how to ride a unicycle or how to juggle or those things that that you're trying and trying to do they can they can shift overnight when you allow your body and your brain a chance to relax so i offer people that for their dogs and then you start to see the big gains again where the dog has a chance to do 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 and then has a chance to chill out and the other benefit of this is that the more that you alternate between really high states and then really relaxed states, along with generating flow, you're also creating resilience. You're increasing the threshold for the amount of stress and energy, good stress or bad stress, that you can experience before you go and get overwhelmed or go into fight or flight, get triggered, that sort of thing. So there's a huge benefit on that level, too, of allowing yourself to experience the tension and then also to experience the relaxation, which builds more capacity for for you, more emotional capacity, more physical capacity in every way. So one of the ways that you can just stop doing in your relationship is to literally stop doing, to be willing for a period of time and it could just be a day especially if you're really really obsessed with trying to affect an important change in your relationship sometimes you just need a day off from trying to do anything from trying to do anything to create any sort of impact on your relationship just giving yourself permission to stop trying to change things and instead to really just focus on being present in your relationship that can be huge. It can have a huge impact on what is going on between you and your partner. Or if you're single, that um, looking, 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 if you're seeking for a partner to relax from the journey and to just do some allowing, some self-care, focus on you, focus on what is, focus on what's good in the moment instead of what's bad. Whatever it is, if you can stop trying to improve for a day, a week, a couple weeks, and allow yourself that spaciousness to just relax and breathe. And if things aren't going so well, to see if you can find the humor in it, to see if you can find the place in you that doesn't care, the place in you that's okay no matter what. It can be a really huge gift to take a break from trying to create change. Now, you may need to have like a little journal or something for yourself so that you can keep notes because there'll be a part of your, um, there'll be a part of you that's vigilant and protective and doesn't want to let things slide. So you have to give that part of you, uh, something, a, a way of knowing that it's being heard. 
and accounted for. So you don't want to just dismiss everything. But if you can, say, have a little notebook where you write down like, oh, this thing is really bothering me or, oh, I really want to bring this up or, oh, I wish this were happening. If you can just write that down and tell that part of you, hey, I wrote it down. I'm not going to forget about it. Um, I'm just tabling it for the next 24 hours or the next three days or whatever it is. You get the picture? So that's one way to just stop. It is literally to um, stop trying to fix anything and just see what is there that can be appreciated, experienced, take care of yourself, relax for yourself, um, and to, in, in any way where you're getting a little obsessive about fixing things, to relax that part of you and allow you to find the part of you that's okay, that can chill out, that is willing to accept what is in the moment. Because really all you have in any situation is what is happening here and now. The past is gone. The future is yet to be. So the more that you can work on just kind of appreciating what is, even if it's not all great, but appreciating what is great about it, or even appreciating, wow, this really sucks. Like, I'm just really appreciating how much this sucks right now. And getting related to that, that can be super powerful as well. Sometimes you need to get related to how much things suck in order to be willing to make a big change. And if you don't give yourself the space to experience it, to reflect, to relax a little bit, then you may not have those realizations or you may not get that important fuel that you need. So that is one way to just stop. And I have two more ways that I want to discuss with you today. Um, but before we go there into those two important ways to know how to just stop, I want to talk about this week's sponsors. Because just like those of you who are helping keep Relationship Alive going, our sponsors are also a really important part of keeping the mission of Relationship Alive alive. So I try to pay special attention to who I take on for the show because I want what they offer to be valuable for you. So if you are interested, definitely check them out and take advantage of these special offers that they have for you, because not only is that good for you, but it also shows them that it matters that supporting a show like Relationship Alive is actually making a difference in the world. So our first sponsor for today is a relatively new sponsor. I've talked about them once before, and I'm so excited to bring them to your attention. Whoever said it's all about the journey... And we do talk about that sometimes here on the show. Whoever said that, though, they've never traveled during the holidays and been present for that. It can be the most stressful, craziest time to hit the road. But this week's sponsor, Away, their products are designed to work and fit together to make travel smoother for the holidays and for beyond. So for years now, for me, whenever it's come time to travel, I've had to rely on the random suitcases and bags that have come my way over the years, which always come up a little short because they lack key features that make sense for how I like to live when I'm on the road. So enter today's sponsor. Away has created a line of suitcases that are simple and durable with important benefits for you when you're on the go. I have their bigger carry-on, which meets the carry-on requirements for most major airlines and still gives you plenty of space for packing. 
It has an ejectable built-in battery so that you can easily charge your phone while you're waiting for your flight. It also features a built-in compression pad to make it easier to get more stuff into your suitcase. And probably my favorite thing is the built-in laundry bag to contain your dirty clothes. I mean, how many times have I been on the road and wanted an easy way to separate the things that I've worn from the things yet to be clothing me? Lots, almost every time. With a durable shell that will last a lifetime of travel, plus a limited lifetime warranty, will they were fix, they will fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged, plus a 100 day trial period for you to try out your suitcase. Away seems to have thought of everything to take the risk out of buying a suitcase. And they also have free shipping in the contiguous United States, in Australia, and in Europe. Yes, you heard me right. Free shipping. And like all our wonderful sponsors, Away has an awesome deal for you. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash relationship and use the promo code relationship at checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase by visiting awaytravel.com slash relationship and using the promo code relationship at checkout. Our second sponsor for today has a special offer for you to help you get exactly the kind of support that you need as you're creating the web of support that we so often talk about on the show. And if you're stopping, uh, one thing that you can often start in lieu of putting all this energy into fixing your relationship is by simply putting it into connecting with a counselor. And one way that allows you to connect with a professional counselor in an online environment that's safe and private is today's sponsor, BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. Along with scheduling video or phone sessions, you can also chat and text with your therapist, which is really key. Like, say you're having a stressful time at the holiday table, and then you can just kind of step away and text your therapist. That is pretty cool. They are affordable, and financial aid is also available for those who qualify. So whether it's anxiety, depression, stress, your relationship, grief, dealing with trauma, or simply figuring out how to communicate the things you need to communicate, whatever it is, definitely consider BetterHelp as a way to help you transform your stuck places. Best of all, it is truly an affordable option because as a Relationship Alive listener, you get 10% off your first month with the discount code ALIVE. So, why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash alive and take the quiz that they offer that will help them figure out exactly the right counselor for you. Again, that's 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash alive. Today's episode is finally being sponsored in part by Songfinch. Songfinch is a really cool company that creates custom songs made to order for the special occasions in your life. The way it works is that you tell them what the occasion is, what emotions you'd like your song to evoke, what genre of music you'd like, and then you tell them a little bit about your story. And their songs aim to bring your story to life. If you're a longtime listener, you may recall that I experimented with Songfinch as a way to celebrate my first wedding anniversary with Chloe. I gave the songwriter a bunch of different details from our life together, important memories and images that were significant to us, and, well, the results were amazing.
rest of the song at the end of the episode. I was definitely impressed, though, because their songwriter, and they have, I think, more than 250 songwriters, created something that had just the right feel and sensitivity for us to celebrate our first anniversary together. And listening now, I definitely get emotional. So many beautiful memories and feelings conveyed through that song. You can also create a slideshow, which you can sync up with a finished song to give it even more of an impact. All of this is to say that I think a Song Finch song would be a really inspired gift to someone special in your life. So check them out at songfinch.com so you can hear what they do. They offer songs starting at $99, and if you choose to do a song from scratch, as a Relationship Alive listener, they are giving you $25 off if you use the coupon code ALIVE25. Visit songfinch.com and use the coupon code ALIVE25, that's the word ALIVE and the number 25, for $25 off your personalized song from scratch. And thank you so much, Away, BetterHelp, and Songfinch for supporting relationships through this podcast, Relationship Alive. And now let's get back to the conversation of the things that you sometimes just have to stop doing. Okay, so the first thing that we were talking about was to just stop trying to fix things, stop trying to do things, and to give yourself a little bit of a break from that, to build a little bit of relaxation and resilience and the ability to just kind of be in the moment and enjoy what is or appreciate what is that you wish wasn't uh, with your partner. So that's the importance of stopping trying to always be vigilant and always be trying to make things better. And that can sometimes be a pet peeve for people who are with super growth oriented people. Like when you get kind of tired of them wanting to grow and change all the time, like you just want them to kind of enjoy life. Well, that's why you need a little bit of space in your life to do that. So just stop. As I mentioned, there are two more ways that I want to talk about today. And if you think of other ways, then feel free to reach out, um, you know, via email or in the Facebook group to let me know and let others know what you've discovered is important for you. The second thing that you can just stop is you can just stop being around your partner. Or you can stop um, going out on dates. The just stopping there is a starting of creating space for you. So the first was creating space from doing, doing, doing. The second is to just stop um, always being in relationship, to 
actually instead be in relationship with yourself. And of course, we've talked about self-care here on the show. Sometimes creating some actual space is super healthy for you. So ensuring that you have uh, room in your schedule for doing things alone or if you're always doing things with your partner or with your family, like doing things with friends instead or getting out into nature or reading a book or doing the things that are important to you. And even if you, if it's possible for you to get away, you know, grab your new away suitcase and go somewhere that's different, get into a different scenery, a different place, explore. So it's like just stopping kind of the routine of your day-to-day life. Now, sometimes a sabbatical for like months and months is great, but it doesn't have to be that. It could literally just be a night somewhere, a night in a hotel. Or maybe you have a friend who has a cabin somewhere. I, d- I actually did this um, a couple months ago. I had a, I knew a friend of mine's parents had a summer place on a lake. So I called them up and humbly asked them if they would let me go stay in their place. And so I went up for two nights and it was amazing. It was really amazing. Um, a chance to just be alone, to write, to reflect, to eat good food, to play music, and to really not be uh, in relationship to anyone other than me for a time. So as much as I'm a relational being, and we all really at our heart are relational beings, we're in relationship to the world, giving yourself space to be alone and to ponder and to do things that are important to you, to just stop being in the flow of your everyday life and everyday people and everyday routines and um, to be always considering everyone else, perhaps more than you are considering yourself. It's really powerful and important and, and uh, a really good way to take care of yourself and to have something new to bring back to your relationship. I don't know about you, but I've definitely had the feeling of not having anything left, not having anything to give because I've given, given, given so much. And so stopping, taking a break, giving yourself the ability to relax, to become so supple that you're just a puddle uh, on the floor. Um, it's really, it's a helpful way to bring you back more fully, to be more engaged in your life. Okay, so the third way that I want to talk about today is maybe going to be a little bit controversial. It's something that we haven't talked about much on the show, but we're going to end up talking about it a little bit more. Um, But I just want to introduce it today. And sometimes what you have to do is you actually have to stop being in relationship. Now, those are big words, right? And I don't know about you, but I definitely, when I look back at my life, there are very few moments where I haven't been in a relationship with someone, particularly in my adult life. Now, that's not true for everyone. Some people go long, long periods of time being single, and that has its benefits as well as its disadvantages. And being in relationship has its benefits as well as its disadvantages. So, um, 
One thing that I'm giving a lot of thought to is this notion of longevity in relationship and relationship success. What does it mean? Like, is that the only way that we can define success in a relationship? And I think for me, and, and honestly, this is something I was talking about with the Gottmans a few weeks ago. The answer is a conclusive no, that it's not all just about longevity. And sometimes when things feel just intractable and super difficult and like there's no way that things are going to improve, sometimes you do just need to step away. You actually need to stop. Now, the context or the container that you create for that, for a separation of sorts, uh, is important. And you need to be able to discern whether this is a moment where you just want to stop completely or whether it's a moment where you just need enough space to really get some perspective on everything to make sure that you really want to continue to choose your relationship. And so that could just be like a week or two weeks where you live separately if you live together, where you uh, get the kind of space that I was talking about a moment ago, but where it's real space, space to truly be you and to feel like everything is potentially a question in a good way, in a good way, because when you feel like you're trapped in something, it can be tempting to see the big questions as insurmountable or as uh, a do or die, and for things to really take on a larger-than-life feeling for you. The perspective that you can get by getting some healthy separation is sometimes all that it takes to realize just how much you love your partner, your person, how much you care about them, how much you want what you have, and it can also help you see really clearly what you no longer want. Or what no longer is serving you. But to see it not from a place that's so immersed in it that you're very reactive, to be able to step back far enough so that you can see it clearly and without projecting, without blaming, by seeing it and owning it, seeing what your part in it is. And you often can't see those things really clearly until you're not in the situation. It's like traveling to a totally new country and appreciating what you have in your homeland and then also seeing, wow, here are some things, some ways of doing things that are totally different that are amazing and that I wish I had back home, right? So for that one, number three, I encourage you to do it with sensitivity. Um, if you're considering stopping in that way, that's not something that I would just drop on my partner, especially if you're considering staying together. But you might bring it up by talking to them and saying, hey, I'm really feeling like I need some space to get some perspective. And um, during that time, I'm not intending to see other people. I'm not in like it's not it's not about that. It's it's about really getting in touch with me. And I feel like I'm so wrapped up in us that it's really challenging for me to know, to know myself, to know what I want. And and it can sometimes feel like our problems are larger than life. And I don't know if that's really true, but it can feel true when I'm totally trapped here 
in this. And so I'm wondering if we can together create a way for us to have some space from each other that where we keep each other safe, where we keep each other in in the loop as much in the loop as we need to, and where I get the space I need. And maybe that would benefit you as well, um, too. And uh, if you have kids in the mix, that makes these kinds of things obviously a little bit more complicated. But you could talk to your children about the value of having time alone. And you could work out a trade-off with your partner saying, hey, like, how about I get two weeks alone where I don't have to be responsible for you or for the kids and I can just be responsible for me. And then we trade and I give that to you. And... uh if you can develop that kind of reciprocity, then your partner might be able to see this as a really good thing, a really healthy thing, and to feel like they're not simply being burdened by your space, that they're being invited into something that will benefit them and that they might be able to experience as well. And if they're having a really hard time with it, you might even offer it to them first. Say, hey, like, how about you go first and and I'll take care of the kids. So there are a couple options for you. There's lots more to talk about. I mean, if we were we could have a whole episode on trial separations or what that looks like. And this is not the episode for that. But I wanted to put the idea in your head because it can be such a positive gift. It doesn't have to mean that it's the end. Or if it is a bridge to the end, it could be a bridge to an end that's actually gentle and not something that's completely reactive or um, bound up in the complexities of whatever is ailing you in your relationship now. So there are three ways to just stop. The first was to just stop trying to fix things and enjoy what is. The second is stopping um, trying to do all the time and to make sure you just give yourself some time for self-care in the context of your normal day-to-day life. And the third was actually stopping being in relationship Um with enough of a container to support the safety of you and your partner, but also enough breathing room to give you some time, some space, some perspective. I'm really curious to know how y'all are going to respond to that because it's big and it can be threatening. It can be a relief. It can be so many things. Um, But if we don't talk about it, then why then it's just going to have power over us and that is true for so many things that's going to be another episode coming up about the power of talking about the things that you really got to be talking about and what can happen when you don't talk about them things can get a little out of hand when you don't talk about the important things even if you think that you're not talking about them as a way of preserving the goodness in your relationship if something is burning at you or is causing you a lot of confusion and and um, inner conflict or outer conflict, um, then by all means, take some space to get some perspective. And then when you are relaxed and, ref- and refreshed and nourished and supple physically and not stressed and able to handle more energy, then you can lean in to a challenging conversation and hopefully that will bring about generative change for you in your relationship. 
All right. I think uh, that's kind of ending with a bang. And uh, you can email me. My email address is neilius, N-E-I-L-I-U-S, at neilsatin.com. I cannot necessarily reply to you, but I will read what you write, and it may end up in a future episode. You can also find me um, in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook, and I'm available for coaching, too. So if you really want someone to sit with you and hear everything that you have to say and to help you get some perspective and clarity and know what the action steps are that you want to take, then uh, visit neilsatin.com and and click on the, the coaching um link and um occasionally i have spots that are open so i think i might have one or two spots even right now so that is that i hope you are having a good week um just a reminder i'm taking next week off uh as is become the new custom to uh, take the last week of every month off to give myself some space that's my version of stopping um, but I will be back with you the first week in December. I believe we're going to have an episode with Guy Finley about how to handle pain when your heart is aching. Um, but I'm not sure. That is definitely coming. But will that be the first episode in December? I do not know. You're just going to have to stay tuned. All right. Sending so much love to you. Thank you so much for being here with me. And uh, don't forget about the Relationship Communication Course Beta Group, which is available as I'm recording this by visiting neilsatin.com slash course. And uh, that's it. All right. Take care. See you in two weeks. Two different worlds couldn't mix. To our friends it was obvious. Whoa.